If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. I have nobody. Hey, little Franks and Beanies. This is Brian. Frank's podcast. If you listen to last week's podcast, you know that Beth has moved to North Carolina. And I wanted to keep the podcast going for you loyal Franks and Beans fans. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Brian. Who's this? <laughs> Brian, Brian, it's Beth. <laughs> what are you I doing? Mean, that we can't keep doing the show from long distance. That is true. I mean, people make long distance relationships work all the time. Very true. And that's our topic today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sucks doing it this way. We thought it was strangely appropriate. Yeah. Considering our circumstances right now. Yep, for sure. What have you been doing, Beth Franzak, out in North Carolina? Just living it up here in the mountains of America. Uh, today's the first day it didn't rain heavily for 24 straight hours. So it's been pretty exciting. It's been raining here just as much. Maybe not just as much, but it's yeah, been yeah. raining every single day last week. Yeah. It's been gross. Uh, I did go on one bad date last night. Oh, no. <laughs> you mean there's bad dates out there, too? Yeah, yep, it's, uh, it was disappointing at best, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's all right. Sorry to hear that. We, you know, we got to keep going for, you know, in the name of science and podcasts. Right. Got to <laughs> keep it going. All right. So last week, uh, to recap, we, uh, talked about dating back in the day versus now with our good friend, Xavier Claiborne. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. So much fun. He's such a funny guy. I I, oh, yeah, I missed perfect. the um, the show last night. The um, fastest jokes this side of the Mississippi. I missed it. Oh yeah. How did that go? I missed it. I didn't go. Oh, you didn't? I thought you said you did. No, go. I darn it. Yeah, I missed it. Bummerowski. Oh. Yeah, we both had Bummerowski nights. Very true. But. There is good news on the horizon, Brian, and that is that, you know, you could make a long-distance relationship work in your life if you really needed to. Not with me, obviously, because, <laughs> because as our disclaimer goes, we're not, not having sex or dating with each other. Right. Good point. That was such a good segue. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you, you know, my uh, my marriage was a, a long distance relationship for the first three years i was in the army and then um yeah so three years long distance and then two years living together and i liked it you kind of you know you keep in uh you keep in touch with somebody throughout the week and then on the weekends you get together and i liked it i I almost prefer that yeah i almost prefer that than having somebody around the whole time Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm very independent, and I have to have my me time, if you will. Oh, absolutely. So I don't think a long-distance long relationship would bother me at all. No, not at all. And I think, uh, you know, going through this article, if you go back and 
listen to the episode about consensual non-monogamous relationships, you might find some tips yeah. in there to make this work for you too. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of good information um, in this article that we found. And uh, also, you know, yeah, like your experience speaks to that. And, you know, again, same thing with me. Um, my personal experience, I uh, was in a long distance relationship for a while. And then we finally ended up moving together and it ended up being not great. Right. <laughs> but the good news is, is that the long distance part of it was enjoyable. It's when we actually moved in together that we realized that it wasn't really going to work out. So. Yeah, that's how it was with my marriage, too. It was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. All right, let's jump yeah, into this. Yeah, Maybe long distance relationships are the wave of the future. Yeah, I'm not opposed. Um, let's see. So it's uh, 12 tips for long distance relationships. Yeah. They say LDR. Well, for starters, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Which I think which is very is true. Which is true, you know. Yeah. Um, when you're not around each other all the time, um, you know, it, spending time together becomes more special, you know. Mm -hmm. I think we live in this fast-paced world where you're always texting, you're always available, really communicating with someone. And at what point does it become too much, you know? Very quickly for me. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we found this great article where it's uh, it's tips on making a long-distance relationship work. So. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. You just want to jump in? With the absence does make the heart grow fonder, I feel like. I agree. That that makes uh, that really helps me. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be excited to see somebody and when you see somebody yeah. every single day um i'm not excited to see them at all right for sure and that makes i mean it, it really wears on the on the relationship faster um yeah yeah most definitely so the first tip that they have is agree on expectations and the expectations they're talking about is how many how often are we going to talk together? How many times are we going to talk on the phone throughout the week? Are you open to dating other people while you guys are yeah. experiencing this long distance relationship? And that's what I was, you know, made the reference to the non-monogamous relationships earlier. But, um, yeah, I mean, they go in to say, um, yeah, who travels? Who pays for what? Who pays for what travel? And that's a, that's, that was the biggest thing in my marriage was um, <clears throat> I would always travel to see her. She would never travel to see me. And that became, ah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't so bad because at the time I was stationed in Fort Riley, Kansas, and there's nothing to do in Fort Riley, Kansas. So, sure. yeah, get me the hell out of here. But, you know, hey, a midway meet would have been nice or um, yeah. occasionally her come to me. But, um, yeah, so... Good stuff for a group. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the point is establishing that from the get-go mm -hmm. will prevent you from having that feeling of, hey, wait, I'm the one that's always coming to see them, you know? Sure. Am I putting more into this relationship than they are? Yeah. So if you establish those, you know, the times and how it's going to be done, um, you know, so I think that part's important. And I also really think the establishment of if you're going to see other people or not is extremely important because 
um, you know, obviously when you're not around someone a lot, you're going to be concerned that that's going to happen. Right. And that's probably, and, a, yeah, that's probably a huge concern for, um, you know, that opens the door for cheating and all that other stuff to where, you, right. yeah, I mean, you might just, uh, and that could really, that puts a lot of pressure on a, a long distance relationship. Yeah, you know, and, and not only that, but I mean, this can sort of carry over to somebody who has a position that involves a lot of travel. You know, I'm friends with a lot of road comics, and they are out there on the road all the time. And, you know, that can wear on a relationship if you don't set those boundaries up from the beginning. Yeah. Um, one of the most successful relationships that I know is my good friend Patrick and his wife. Uh, they are amazing. You know, they have an open relationship, and it is the most happy open relationship I have ever seen. Like they, they know that, you know, they're going to see people even talk about that openly. And, you know, one really has hard feelings about it because it's out there in the open. They know what's happening. They've established that they're both okay with it. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely possible to make that work. You're, uh, you're as long as you communicate it. You kind of broke up there for a little bit. It sounded like the Matrix, you know, when like they go in his throat. Do you remember that part? Oh, really? Yeah, it kind of broke up like that. Are you in the Matrix, Beth? Tell the truth. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Is the Matrix in North Carolina in the mountains? <laughs> I mean, it could be. Where was that one place <laughs> that uh, half the seventy percent of the internet goes through? Oh shit! Somewhere in Virginia, wasn't it? Asheville. I think Asheville. No. Uh, was it Asheville? Ash Asheville, maybe something that that sounds right. I don't know. I was there last night. No, that's where you live, right? Asheville or no, close I to? No, I live in uh, Cullowhee. But pretty close to Asheville. It's yeah, it's about forty five minutes. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look at it again later on, but. Um, yeah, I mean, even if someone, like, and that's a good point, too, just to think about that. Even if someone's only, like, 45 minutes away, that's still sort of long distance, you know? Well, and... I think it's... Yeah, I know, I, I forget what episode it was, but we talked about to where two hours, a two-hour radius would be our limit. Yeah, for sure. Do you remember what episode that was? I don't remember what episode it was, but I almost feel like I changed my mind about that. Okay. Because now that I am far, far away from everybody, um, I feel like it would be totally realistic for me to maintain a long-distance relationship where I'm at in life right now. Like back to Arkansas or Illinois or? Anywhere. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might have to get through this article before I before I change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, just agree on the expectations, decide the ground rules, establish them, you know, from the very beginning and you'll have a much easier time. Makes sense. Uh, the second what is uh, be consistent, especially with communication. Um, so to, you know, again, set when and how often you're going to talk is important because, um, you know, it's it's your way of always like making sure that you, they know that you're there, you know, right. Um, that you're not just out doing whoever or, um, what have you. And, and to be consistent about that is important. You know, don't start missing those phone calls that you've established from the very beginning. Yep. Um, cause that's when people start to wonder what you are doing and who you're doing it with more importantly. Sure. 
Now that makes a lot of sense. And, and, and like you said, when you start missing phone calls, when it starts taking you, um, 20 more minutes to respond to a text or your texts are very short. And, um, yeah, that's a big sign that, yeah, that communication has fallen apart. Yeah. It did say though, that conversely, um, you should change up the methods of communication so you don't get bored. That makes sense. You know, like text one day, you can call another, you can Skype, you can Facebook message, you can write them a letter. That's where romantic. Oh, there you, you know? go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Snapchats, so. all that, all that good stuff. There's way too many ways to communicate and to just stick to one. Yeah. That can get pretty boring and pretty old pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. And then it also says just to make sure that you keep your partner up to date on schedules mm-hmm. and any changes with that. Like, for instance, let's say I'm going to have to work late one night and it's the night that we normally decide to call each other, you know, just shoot them a text and say, hey, babe, I'm going to have to, you know, be at work a little late tonight. I have to go, you know, market at the basketball game or whatever. Then no big deal. You know, then they know they understand you communicated that beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. I like it all. Let's yeah. see. What's next, Brian? Oh, well, my computer's trying to do an update. Oh, okay. Number well, three. Well, continue. Well, I like this one. This it one's... Is maintain, maintain some distance. I like that. Which is... Yeah. Um, talking too much and too often... Uh, for the same reasons when you're around each other can lead to burnout, you know, mm-hmm. um, it can start to make the relationship feel burdensome. Yeah. And so, you know, if you talk too much, then, you know, you don't have, you don't provide yourself the opportunity to miss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. That's yeah. a, that's a good one. I for, do that in all relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that doesn't have to be long distance. Let's see, number f- sure. number four, be kind and honest to one another. Well, that just makes sense, right? Yeah, um, but, you know, I think it's just uh, be, you know, more vigilant about not taking your daily frustrations out on them. Uh, you know, like you might in a, you know, in a closer relationship just because people are going to be more sensitive to the way you treat them in mm-hmm. a long-distance relationship. Because you don't have as many opportunities to make up for it. And not only that, but they can't visually see you. It's kind of like, you know how they always say, like, text messages can be misconstrued. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you never really know uh, somebody's context behind text messages sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's important to just be extra vigilant about being very kind and very honest. Because you don't want to provide people the opportunity to wonder where you are or why you're acting this way, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, because they you're not around them to for them to see why or you know can tell that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Still updating? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The next is don't avoid conflict. Um, you know, they're saying that it's important to uh, make sure that, you know, you, you do have arguments and you do have fights just like a normal couple because it's, you want to maintain the most regular semblance of a relationship and that's not going to happen if you just pretend that there's nothing wrong ever. Makes a whole lot of sense. And just because you have that distance between you doesn't mean that conflicts aren't going to come up. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
you know, if, if your partner is doing something that bothers you, like, um, you know, oh, uh, you're just talking about what you did that weekend and, you know, I went out with so-and-so and, like, that's the person that you would normally get pissed off about them hanging out with, you know, don't be quiet about it. Like, get yeah. it out, you know, otherwise, if you let things fester inside of yourself, it's just going to get worse. So Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Number six is when you're not with your partner, get to know yourself better. I like it. Yeah. Um, it says perhaps yeah. the most important thing you should know going into a long distance relationship is that your current relationship with yourself will become very clear very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're left with significantly more time to yourself, use it constructively. No, that's yeah. I can definitely speak on this one, you know, me having moved twice in the last, well, three times really in the last few years, um, you know, you are forced into a situation to get to know yourself and get to know how to make yourself happy real quickly Yeah, because you don't have anybody else to make you happy. So, um, I would say take advantage of that opportunity do the things that you like to do. Like, do you want to go to a paint and sip? And your partner's off that's lame, like, do it. Go by yourself. Have fun. Yeah. Go see that dumb movie that they didn't want to see, you know, or whatever. Like, just have fun in your own way. And I recommend that to everybody, whether you're in a long-distance relationship or not. Yeah. So, you know, take that time to develop yourself because you will only be adding to your relationship by being the best version of yourself if you take that time to do that instead of just hiding over them the whole time. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, the next one is, remember that not every trip to see each other is going to be amazing. Hmm. You know, if you have this idea in your head of, you know, it's going to be this perfect romantic moment every single time, that's just not going to happen and you're going to end up disappointed. You know? Yeah. So I can just see be that sure happening. to be realistic, um, you know, develop perspective on the fact that, you know, it's not always going to be the most magical moment when you see each other. And then also be resilient, you know, when it does go badly or not, you know, doesn't meet your expectations, be able to bounce back from that relatively quickly. That would be kind of hard. Like, uh, you know, this whole time you're thinking about, spending time with this person you haven't seen in months and you're building it up in your head. And then all of a sudden you get there and it's this big dud. And now you're, now you're a plane flight away from home. It's not like you can just be like, "Ah, I'm not feeling this. I'm going to go home. You're stuck Uh with that person for a week. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. And just don't let that be. Remember that even when you're around each other, not every time you hang out is going to be the best day ever. You know, like. Sure. It happens. So. And that happens when you see somebody every single day. Some days are better than others. So just right. because you're far apart and you're anticipating that trip doesn't mean that it's going to be every single day is going to be amazing. Right. All right. Yeah, you're going to get in fights. There will, might be conflict. Things are going to happen just like they do when you live by each other, you know? Yeah. Something might make you jealous or pissed off or whatever. And just, you know, understand that that's just part of being in a relationship, you know? Good point. Excuse me. The next one um, is start a LDR budget. 
long distance relationship budget. Um, this makes a lot of sense. I mean, trips yeah. are expensive. You got to take time off of work. Um, yeah, start a budget and save plane tickets, gas, all that stuff. Is yeah, that save, cheap. save for and those you trips. You don't want to go broke maintaining a relationship, you know. Mm-mm. Yep, that one's pretty straightforward. Yeah, um, but it's something people don't think about a lot, you know, to plan for that. I think the people get swept up romantically and just kind of like, you know, don't think about the fact that that could affect your financial future for years to come if you just start putting plane tickets on a credit card and what have you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Excuse okay, me. so the next one is uh, remember that your partner has a life outside of you that you are not part of, you know? They're going to have friends that you don't know because you don't live there anymore. They're going to hang out with people and have good times when you weren't there, and that's okay, you know? Um, and again, this goes not to just a long-distance relationship, but I think any relationship, I think it's important to know that your partner has their own life, too. And yeah. You don't have to be a part of that life twenty four seven to be the most important part of it, you know. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, and that you have your own life too. You know, maintaining your own semblance of life, just like allowing them to do so, will really, you know, benefit you both in the long run. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's see the next one. Uh, we kind of covered this with the. Um, you know, not every time you see them is going to be amazing. Um, stay realistic, not idealistic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It says at time, some partners tend to idolize, uh, idealize, idolize. Is that, is that the right thing? Idealize. Idealize uh, the relationship. And remember, it is as better than it actually was. Yeah, that's what we were talking about with the, uh, you know, every single time you see them, it's not going to be amazing. Don't don't right. work it up in your head that, uh, yeah, I haven't seen this person for three, four months, and now I'm going to spend time with them. It's going to be amazing. It might not be amazing. It might just be okay. Yeah. Well, I, I also think, too, you know, like uh, the movies in Hollywood have, like, ruined our ideas of, you know, love and relationships. And, um, you know, I think that it's easy to watch that kind of stuff and then get swept away and, like, Oh, thinking how romantic or easy it could be or seem in the movies, yeah. you know? Um, life isn't like that. And, you know, relationships are hard. They're hard when you're around each other. They're going to be just as hard, you know, when you're apart. So don't think that it's just going to be this, like, ever so romantic moment, you know? Right. Um, that they're, you know, just remember that there are bad times, too, just as much as there are good times. In any relationship, yeah, yeah. I think I think so, we heard okay. Dutch. Was he was he shaking, flopping his ears around? He, well, yeah, yeah. He just he just woke up. So. Oh. Um, he's shaking okay, up the sleepies. Okay, so the next one is it's important to be flexible, and um, that can mean a lot of things. Uh, you know, um, I think what they mean here is to be flexible with plans, with dates, with phone calls know that life gets in the way um, of communications and hangouts and all that stuff, just like it does, you know, in a regular relationship and yeah. just understand that shit happens and 
you have to just kind of roll with it one way or the other. Yeah, and I, I like this. It says, uh, find things to do together, maybe read the same book, or watch the same show at the same time. That's, oh, I like it. That's kind of cute. Yeah, that's cute. Oh, it would be nice, actually, because there's nothing I hate more than when someone's talking during a show I want to watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're just watching it at the same time at their own little house, that would be amazing. Like We can talk about it later. Let me watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Last cool. tip is uh, have a game plan in place. Um, let's see what they mean by that. It's important that both parties, uh, both partners discuss their game plan in the early stages of a long distance relationship. Well, I think, you know, I think what they're going, where they're trying to go with this is, it, you know, how long are we going to maintain a long distance relationship before we Make right. it make it not a long distance relationship. Are we gonna are we gonna do this dating thing for five years, living two states away from each other, or right. <clears throat> what's the time limit on when somebody's moving where? Right, right, for sure. Um, interestingly enough, I think the lady that wrote that had been like she had been in a long distance relationship for seventeen years. Yeah, that's insane. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, makes. Uh, I, I couldn't do that. There's no way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need someone around all the time, though. I think that's... That's very true. Where you and I differ a lot is that you require a lot more attention than I do. <laughs> I, I don't, as it turns out. I, I get burnt out pretty quickly on spending time with somebody. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, but in general, like, I have no problem just being on my own, and you get that itch, I think. Oh, that's true. That is true. Yeah. So I think, you know, having a game plan in place, you know, not just in the short term, but in the long term is what they're saying there. You know, the first one was kind of more about the short term, like how often are we going to talk, this and that. This is more like, when is the next time I'm going to see you? Yeah. When is, you know, how long is this going to go on for? Do you have uh, any prospects for a job where you live? Do I have any prospects for a job where you live? You know, that sort of thing. Sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. And those are all good tips. Yeah. I like it a lot. That's kind of a short episode. Um, let's yeah. see. Yeah, it's only about 25 minutes. That was quick. Well, listeners, we do promise you that the sound quality will be better by next week. Um, I ordered my podcasting equipment, and it has not arrived yet. So oh. um, we are having to do this via Facebook Messenger this week. Yeah. So... Bummer. Well, it's not ideal. We promise you better quality. Back to our original, wonderful quality by next week. Hope so. I do have an announcement, though. Yeah? And that's that I'm, I'm not allowed to drink and touch the internet ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also a really exciting announcement. Yeah, it is. Because. So now. um <laughs> Yeah. So now I. <laughs> I, I got um, ordained as a minister for the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. Um, so, and then I found out that I can be tax exempt if uh, I hold a congregation and services. So, expect that. <laughs> so, all we want to know is who's coming with us. All right. Does this podcast count? Right. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, this is an extension of of the parish. So, yeah, I, th I yeah. think I think it should be tax exempt. But um, no, I thought like what what better 
what better thing to do than have like a spaghetti dinner that benefits homeless veterans or something like that in the name of the Church of the Flying yeah. Spaghetti Monster? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. I might have found my calling. Yeah, for sure. I mean, also, uh, audience, Brian is available for your weddings, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I'm, I, I am ordained. And I think you have to call me Reverend now. Yeah, Reverend Brian. <laughs> also, I was like, literally, I just want to get married now so that Brian can officiate the ceremony. And at the very end, he can say, by the power invested in me by the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> I now pronounce you. I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> it's literally my only motivation to get married at this point. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty excited. Yeah, not allowed to touch the internet while drinking anymore. Well, no, I think you should definitely do, keep doing it because keep doing it's making it. me very laugh, laugh very good much. <laughs> I mean, I, I was watching a video and they were talking about the Flying Spaghetti Monsters um, Heaven, which includes a beer volcano and stripper factory. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to this religion at all. I embrace right. it. <laughs> Hello. It sounds like better than any religion I've ever been a part of. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's pretty funny. It's it's meant to make fun of other religions, but at the same time, it's yeah, you can do some good stuff with it. Yeah, and also, I'm not going to kick out that tax exempt status out of bed. You know. True. Very true. Excuse me. Yeah. So that's my big announcement. Do you have any big announcements? Uh, well, uh, I have uh, a really exciting show coming up. Um, if you audience are anywhere around the Huntsville, Alabama area, um, on Saturday, March 16th, I have the Clockwork Comedy Home Invasion, hosted by my very good friend, Patrick Cunningham. Very nice. And, and as a birthday surprise, a special best birthday surprise... The roster is full of all of my favorites from back home. Oh, nice. Colin Nelson, Elaine Jackson, Ray Porter, Taylor Hearn. They're all showing up for this show. It's going to be so great. Oh, so that's cool. If you are, yeah. If you're anywhere near the Huntsville, Alabama area or are willing to drive, it's going to be a really sick, amazing show. Good deal. And my birthday. And your birthday. Well, it's for my birthday, but my birthday is the 14th. This is the 16th, but... Oh, gotcha. <laughs> That'll be fun. Good deal. Any shout yeah, outs? Yeah, should be a lot of fun. We got any shout outs this week? Flying Spaghetti uh, Monster? Well, I guess the only other one is if you're anywhere around the Nashville area, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Saturday, March 23rd, is the Superheroes versus Villains Bar Crawl. What? Yeah. <laughs> Explain the this. The Nashville Bar Crawlers. Explain this. Uh, so you dress up like a superhero or a villain. Check. And you go out on this amazing bar crawl with hundreds of other Nashvillians. Obviously, we would be villains. There's not even an option to be a superhero. Right. When is this? Saturday, March 23rd. Let me check my calendar. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. My friend Kenny and I have gone to many of these. Actually, we did superheroes versus villains last year. Or no, two years, last year, two years ago. And I was Catwoman. Mm. It was pretty sad. I might look into this. I'll, I'll have to figure out a, a supervillain uh, yeah. persona. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, audience members, if you're anywhere near there, definitely come. We're going to be there. So. 
Yeah, sounds good. I'll be there for sure. Cool. Do we have any shout outs this week or? Uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm not opposed to a long distance relationship anymore. I think that would actually help. Um, you know, yeah. all the tips that they gave, I think that's all good stuff. Um, I wouldn't be so opposed anymore. See, I'm glad you say that because the more I've been thinking about it now that I, I'm not just saying that cause I just moved and I'm lonely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I legitimately feel like I would be okay with it because especially with technology being the way that it is, it's easy to stay in communication and, right. um, you know, just make sure that you are, you have to be able to trust uh-huh. And I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm open to trusting again. So, you know, and even if you, uh, because when I was in Iraq, you know, there might have been a time where um, I didn't know if my ex wife was cheating on me or not. But I got to the point to where I was just kind of like, if she is, she is. If she's not, she's not. Like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do about right. it. Wh- what right. does it matter? You know, and it's kind of like you almost have to come to terms with, um, hey, maybe they are cheating on you. And what can you do about it? Absolutely nothing. Right. But this is still right. this is still your spouse, the, the you know the co-parent of your of your kids. What's it matter if they do? You know, right? So yeah, maybe maybe that's not so bad. And then if you communicate about that and you say, okay, this is okay, this is not okay, maybe it's not so bad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just you know, setting those ground rules from the very beginning is key. You know, to the communication on that. So for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of C words in that for you. What's that? There's a lot of C words in that for you. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how comfortable I'm becoming with all of this? <laughs> Is this podcast making me a better person? I'm, Maybe. No. No. <laughs> Neither one of us. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. I don't think I have anything else either. All right. I'm going to go enjoy the first non rainy day in forever. So. Oh, hell yeah. And you're in the mountains, you're in the woods. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to go to a waterfall, I think. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah very there's nice. a lot of them out here. Right on. Well, all right. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Hey, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs>